0: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving god and we are not its favored children. The heresies of Radolf Buntwein coming January 2nd wherever
1: podcasts are available. It, it made so much noise. One best picture.
2: It's a thriller, it's a dark comedy, it's horror sometimes. Great twist. Great twist.
0: Roughly one-fifth of the South Korean population went to go see this in theaters.
1: Hello, everybody. It is time once again for the Cinefix Top 100. I'm Clint Gage and joining me is IGN's director of video programming and piece de resistance Michael Calibro? Hey, Clan, how's it going? It's doing, doing really well. Going really well too, for that matter. Also, IGN's senior news editor, Alex Stedman And Alex, who has just uh, climbed the charts to number six all-time biggest Terminator 2 fan. Congratulations. I'm gonna get that number one spot. Look out top five yeah. for now, yeah. I think. We're four episodes into this new show. Our producer Dan still has not told us how he created this list. The three of us really poured over our, our souls, frankly. Put our, our hearts and souls into our personal top 100 movies of all time. And through some sort of witchcraft or alch- alchemy of, of some uh, unnatural sort, Dan has made the Cinefix Top 100 and refuses to tell us how. Uh, but we're here to talk about another entry on the Cinefix Top 100 today. You guys ready? Yeah. Super ready. What's this Dan pick? Do you, this wanna, week? you want the Dan pick? What's the Dan pick? Yeah, this we're going to travel all the way back to yesteryear, way back to the year 2019. Oldie? For Parasite.
2: Oh, but goodie. Oldie, but a goodie. Ugh.
1: Sneaking up on a half-decade. <laughs> Feels <laughs> here, so here long go ago, to really, though. Let's talk pedigree of this movie. Like it, it wound up on some of our lists, mm-hmm. I hope, if, if it ended <laughs> up on the main Cinefix Top 100. So, I mean, Parasite, uh, like I said, back in 2019, uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho, who, you know, it it made so much noise. It mm-hmm. won Best Picture. Yeah. It was the first non-English language film to win Best Picture the mm-hmm. Academy Awards. It won Palm d'Or at, at Cannes. It won Best Picture, one of only three movies to actually do that. The others were Marty from 1955, which was uh, Ernest Borgnine, an Ernest Borgnine joint. Um, and then the other one was our, our buddy uh, Billy Wilder uh, did that for The Lost Weekend. One oh. Pandor and Best Picture. All right. So one of three movies to ever do that. It also won for Screenplay, Foreign Language Film, and Bong Joon-ho won for uh, Best Director as well. Mm-hmm. So a rarefied air in yeah. terms of the awards consideration that it got, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Also, like, Best Picture nominees that year. Hell of a year. Real interesting year. What was it
0: up against? All right, so let's let's go. I, yeah. I, I think we'd all disagree on what <laughs> was the best Can't picture, wait. right? So it's a uh, Green Book, I which I know is everybody's here favorite, of course, favorite mm-hmm. yep. Academy Award film. uh Bohemian Rhapsody, also another classic.
2: You're reading off the wrong list.
0: No,
1: I'm...
2: that's the because Green Book won.
1: Wait, <sighs> Green this Book is, won. Wait, so this is we're doing so in 2019 the twi- Yeah. It came out in 2019, so I guess it, so w- it would have been be the 2020, 2020 Academy yeah. Awards.
2: In your defense, the naming convention for the Oscars is very yeah, confusing. it's very silly.
1: It yeah. was released in 2019, came out in 2020. That's it. Yeah. All right, so so we can stop talking about great. Okay, Book. so yeah, finally, God, again. the national nightmare is yeah. over. Yeah. I still miss the favorite though. I'm a big fan. of it. Oh, the I
0: did love the favorite. Yeah, the favorite yeah. was real good. Okay, so it was Parasite, 1917. Uh huh. Ford versus Ferrari, great dad film. Yep. Yep. Right. Dad's everywhere. Dad, Rejoice. Dad, Ford versus Ferrari is here. Joker. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story.
2: Okay, it's not a bad year. No, that's that's not a pretty bad, stiff competition. At
1: all. There's some uh there's some movies in there that are very like the expanded field was kind to you. Yeah. Movies, I think. Uh, you know, I don't. Jojo Rabbit was. I don't think that needs to be in no there. No offensive ads
2: everywhere, but Ford, Ford versus v, Ferrari, <laughs> Ferrari. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I, it was
1: good. He's really. I, like, I think it won for, like, sound editing and it won yeah. for some of the Post yeah. awards. last Yeah. Which I would give it to. Yeah. yeah. Which deservedly yeah. so because it sounded amazing and all that good stuff. Right. But yeah, it's very. Dad film, but Dad Joker film. was
2: yeah. great. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I like I think that I think I, I, I think like Joker.
1: I, I think Joker sneaking in on the uh, the the expanded interest. Jo- yeah, there. Joker Joker is very much a, a a thanks to ironically enough the Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, like Joker's getting in there on an expanded field.
2: Yeah, marriage story was good though. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. but
1: Parasite yeah. better than all of them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Or at least there's, there's doubt. I
1: don't think you can. It's not like you can't make the argument that it should have won. Like it won yeah. on on the merits. Yeah. Right? For sure. I mean, in terms of what we love about this movie, like I mean, what, it, Alex, I know you're a big fan. So, of this
2: movie. I mean, kind of staying on that Oscars beat, I think when something is that is of that kind of awards pedigree, it's kind of like kind of waved away as a certain kind of movie, right? Like it's awards bait. But the thing I love about Parasite is it's, Incredibly entertaining. In fact, I would argue it's one of the more entertaining Best Picture winners of like the past twenty, thirty years. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It never stops. It's a thriller. It's a dark comedy. It's horrors sometimes. Great twist. Great yeah. twist. And like that's the thing. Like
0: right in the middle too. Right. Yeah, you oh know? my god. And
2: it turns. And we're gonna talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll in our get there. Scene, we'll get there. But like when it turns into a completely different yep. movie. Oh my gosh. So I love that. And I'm and I'm a big Bong Joon-ho girl. Like he's probably my favorite director. Bong Hi for life. And this is really up there in terms of my favorite movies of his. I mean, he doesn't make a bad movie, but I just he's really, like mastered his own craft with this one. Like he is a genre bender, and you can't put this movie in a box for a second.
1: You could put it in a house, though.:
2: Yeah a glass house. Yeah. Don't throw rocks uh, it.: A fake
1: house that they built from scratch.: yeah. yeah, which was a surprising thing for me to learn when yeah. I was re-watching. We'll i get mean to, you we'll kind of to to. it's
2: so important to the movie like i hate saying like oh it's a character but it's kind of a character in the it's, movie. it's a hundred percent yeah
1: thematically speaking like yeah. speaking, it's it's you know the there's been a strong vein just in the past couple of years of eat the rich movies yeah, oh, yeah. i mean right this, i mean this is just triangle of sadness came out recently i mean glass I, I, onion yeah there's on been TV a lot of succession i mean white lotus this was
0: a eat the rich follow-up to his previous eat the rich film which was, was uh Snowpiercer, Mm -hmm. snowpiercer, which was literally well, no, that was eating bugs, but yeah, but I mean, it's it's all about class
1: struggle, right? Yeah, right, right, and in a perpetual motion train, that makes no sense. (laughs)
2: Oh, right. You know,
1: (laughs) the kids, they get small hands. They're able to get in there. But well, now that we're talking about Snowpiercer, I mean, you already you say that Parasite is probably his best work. I'd agree with that. I, I, I I that I I go
2: back and forth. I really love Memories of Murder. And I think there's a lot of through line between Parasite and Memories of Murder. There's a real desperation at. Like the heart of both of them, like obviously Parasite, you know, the Kims are desperate just to get by because of their socioeconomic status. But like, you know, in Memories of Murder, he's desperate to solve this crime and it like nearly eats him alive. Bong never makes two movies that are the same, but there's through lines in all of them. Like, like I said, like you can't put any of them in a specific genre. And I, so my, my favorite two are Parasite and Memories of Murder, and they always go back and forth for me.
1: I think Mother is-
2: Mother's great too. Really I love good. Mother. He doesn't yeah. make a bad movie. Yeah,
1: no, he's- so so, What do you think about Snowpiercer? You're, you're getting antsy over there I mean, I just, disagree. Listen.
2: Oh, don't do, don't
1: do it. <laughs> don't do it. There's just so much wrong with that film. Like, I like the idea of eating the rich, right?
0: But my, my main problem with that movie is I just, it couldn't suspend my disbelief. The entire time I watched that movie, and we're talking about how, like, the world is destroyed and there's a, there's a train- going around the earth in the worst atmospheric conditions possible that requires no maintenance of any kind. Let me just say, based on current events, even with up-to-date tracks, we can't seem to keep trains on the rails. And hold on the thing that even the thing that even angers me about that movie is that they are they are aware of the fact that I'm failing to suspend my disbelief on this perpetual motion machine, that's perpetual motion train that somehow didn't derail because there's an there's a literal instructional movie in that movie where they're just like everybody thought he was crazy for trying to think of a train, but he did it. And it's just like, ugh. you know,
2: we just got done a few episodes ago talking about Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> if you're talking about suspension of disbelief. Like, I don't know. I think Snowpiercer, it's it's a sci-fi movie. You're supposed it's supposed to be a little far fetched sometimes. It's about it's about the statement.
0: Yeah, but I believe aliens have advanced technology. I don't think that we came up with a better train that could just like suspe- just, have, just all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 Guys, 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 train's been great. What if we had a better train? You know what? Truth be told, maybe it shouldn't have been been a submarine. Because really, what difference does it make? Freaking train or a submarine? That would
2: have been less exciting. It would have been less cinematic. You can't see a
0: polar bear at the end of a
1: submarine movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It wouldn't have derailed. (laughs) Uh, Well, listen,
1: speaking of derailing our conversation (laughs) about (laughs) Parasite, talking about a straight line, like a through line through Fong Jun Ho's work, there's satire. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of satire and there's a lot of the you know, wealth inequality and disparity and class mm-hmm. struggle and all of, like that is through just about every even like in, in Mother. There is uh, we live in a society mm-hmm. of Bong Joon-ho movies where, you know, things aren't created equal for everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. And one more through line, by the way, that I want to make sure I mention is Song King Ho. Um one of, I think one of the greatest actor director pairings of our time and he was in Memories of Murder, The Host, he was in Snowpiercer. I I love them together, Bong and Song.
1: Would we call this a masterpiece?
2: I sure as hell would.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean like it's doing everything right. It's doing everything right and it's doing everything right especially when you like look at it relative to movies that are trying to send the same like a similar message. Yeah. And, I'm not going to bring up Snowpiercer again. I'm just going to literally say Snowpiercer. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I also think that this movie is a is a superior film than um, Triangle of Sadness, which also oh, touches yeah. on a lot of these themes. And like, this just does it in a way, a way more like intense, entertaining, and just like relatable way. Where Triangle of Sadness starts strong, but mm-hmm. like once it gets all uh Lord of the flies, it kind of kind of loses its, well, it. kind of loses steam for me. I won't make, start make ranting another, about Triangle of Sadness. Make another train I, pun there.
2: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I won't start ranting about Triangle because I didn't like it, but I think one thing that Parasite has that Triangle didn't is a real empathy. Like, you can really empathize with these characters, even as they're doing terrible, terrible things. Like, even when the Kims are kind of screwing over this other, you know, working cl- class family who are just trying to get by, like, you understand why they're doing it. And you even see Mr. Kim being like, Ugh, I don't know, but like, he still does it. And you even kind of feel for like the parks sometimes. Like, yeah, Madame is like rich but she's like nice like like you can't really hate her because she's for the most part yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, blissfully
0: ignorant yeah
2: yeah and I, i i love how just empathetic and it's very human especially and again i bring up that desperation i think that's something that's that bong is really great at capturing that kind of i'm gonna do whatever i need to do to protect myself to protect my family and that's the best thing i can do
1: there's a lot of like the end point of a line of logic yeah that that's being dealt with here it's it's just like you know here here are the class disparities that we're dealing with like here's the kim family versus you know juxtaposed with the park family like the kim's living in a semi-basement yeah um you know, which is like above, halfway underground yeah, yeah yeah um and then the park's living literally you have to go upstairs to actually get to their first floor of their house yeah. um and and going straight to the end of the line of logic of just like how can we take advantage of a system that's like stacked against us. And the answer mm-hmm. is like, you're, you're a, a hustling con family. You right. Know? <laughs> and, they're,
2: and the thing is they're genius. Like yeah. I, and I, I go back to and not to get too much into art of the scene, but I always go back to that scene where they're um, getting the housekeeper out. And it's not just that they get a little bit of peach fuzz and like sprinkle no, it over her. Yeah, yeah. It's that, then Mr. Kim goes and like films her like talking to a doctor and then he like spills the sauce all over her tissue. It's not, not only
0: that, they like write scripts, right? Oh like they God, they, they, like, a, they, they yeah. rehearse yeah. Yeah. Like, They rehearse so fun, conversation like, yeah. beats of how like they're going to slowly, right. methodically and rhetorically. Like, yeah. And it's, it's strange,
1: them. too, because this is a movie about people that are actively taking advantage of other people. Right. Like, there's another there's a version of this story where they are, are clearly the antagonist. Mm hmm. And like, this is the way that they're behaving. And then on, on screen in the movie, like I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, go get them. Oh, you totally. And right like, because, you know, we see the situation that they're in mm-hmm. and we see what's, what's funny too is like, I feel like, you know, it's kind of, a it's kind of a weird Rorschach test to see where you come down in real life. It's like, yeah. there, there needs to be a question on any, like on entrance exams to like, you know, or like the test that you take to see if you're a psychopath, maybe. There's a question that needs to be asked to be like, who do you think the antagonist of Parasite is? Ooh. You know, and then like, it'll, yeah. it'll, that'll come to like, because there's a, a way to watch this movie that, you know, what's interesting is in the beginning of the movie, the Kims, they're portrayed as like, they, they, they smile. They yeah. clearly love each other. Mm-hmm. They're like getting by and they're doing their thing. And there's a, you know, what's presented is, is, the status quo that puts them in that position yeah. that they're having to scrape by and they're having to like con a local pizza place into a job folding pizza boxes. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like, like the the scene, though one of the scenes in the, towards the beginning where they're like surrounding the way it's shot, it's like this cool little wide angle lens yeah. with a really crowded frame. And this poor girl working in the pizza is like small in the frame and they're like closing in around her. And it's just like, Here's what you need you need to hire some a part-time help and you need to yeah and, they, and they've got her they they have got her the status quo that puts them in that position of that's how they have to get by mm-hmm. Like, i feel like there's a version of watching this movie where you miss the fact that like that's the problem yeah right <laughs> like yeah even like the opening scene right like talk about like the most like
0: mundane of problems that is extremely relatable which is like they someone changed the wi-fi password to the pat, like to the Wi-Fi that they're stealing, mm-hmm. and they yeah. like, they have to find the one corner of their house to just like get logged on, yeah. So yeah. they can get on their WhatsApp and get like whatever the world is like trying to communicate to them, like, yeah. yeah. will to so
1: find out if they got a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, the mom is waiting on word back from somebody yeah. about you know, basic human necessity that I yeah. don't even have. And
2: then you compare that to the parks problems and it's like, oh no, right. th- there's underwear in my car and like, it's so silly.
1: Underwear that was planted there. Yeah. To...
2: Again, so smart. Yeah. Like I would have never thought of that in a million yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. It does such a good job of painting the parks as like, there's no reason they're in this spot over the Kims. Right. Yeah, because like even like even Madame as nice and as she is, she has like no other redeeming qualities.
1: They go out of their way to portray the Kims as incredibly resourceful and incredibly talented and incredibly like charismatic Mm -hmm. because, you know, the parks believe everything. I mean, yeah, but then the parks are portrayed as being very useless. Yeah, like the kids are not talented. They need one of them. One of them needs help in school and one of them has like some weird psychotic need to, to paint. Yeah. Like uh, Madame is is I mean, she can't even so like, hilariously, blissfully unaware. Yeah.
2: She can't even like empty a dishwasher. It's, yeah. like, it's you know, amazing.
1: You know, what the best part about it is, too, which
0: I think is going to be like one of the like weird touches that really ages well in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you go see like the dad in the in his like office. Mm. He's like playing with a VR headset. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's
1: just like and one of the questions is like, like yeah. is it gonna work with yeah. a phone? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh no, it's not nah. gonna work with a phone. And, and just, then that's the only yeah. that's that's his job. Yeah. yeah. His all job he, is yeah. to just fuck around with VR headset. Yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. the most
0: so, like the most useless contribution to society
2: he's a he's a handsome executive who wears fancy suits and talks smart and, he, and he's
1: he's he's out there hawking a device to let you be un untethered from actual yeah. I'm, I'm telling you yeah. dude it's one of the few things that's less useful to society than this podcast <laughs> There's several people out yeah. there that think this is pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> The thing, the thing that I, I thought of actually was, did you ever see Room Two Thirty Seven? It's a documentary. Uh, it's not even a documentary. It's it's a collection of theories about what The Shining means. Yeah, it's, it's about wow. all the different meanings. In People the have gone way that way and too far down. And it's yeah, rabbit hole. hole about every. And you know, there's the the moon landing thing of you being, know, oh my God, Kubrick faked the moon landing. And it's it's presented in such an interesting way that mm-hmm. like while you're watching it, you're like, oh Jesus Christ. But then as soon as the credits roll, we're like, that's all insane. Yeah, like, yeah. that's nuts. But there's. There's a way to do that with Parasite, too, because like their obsession with Native American culture mm-hmm. in it, and then the fact that they moved into a house that people were already inhabiting that wasn't theirs. And those people are having to hide out. They're having to carve out a, a sort of a secret spot for themselves within this space. And there's like all kind there's like colonialism kind of oh, yeah. issues that that if you pull on threads enough that this movie deals with eight.
2: You could get law. you could teach a class on Parasite. I really feel that way. Like you could t- easily teach a whole class on Bong's work as a whole. But Parasite is so meaty. Like there's so much to dig into there. And like, yeah, you're right. Like the whole fascination with Native Americans, like it's it's so symbolic to quote the movie.
1: Or metaphorical. Met- metaphorical, it's so that's metaphorical. Right. It's so metaphorical. I love yeah, I love that. Uh that's the one little bit of of you know, the way that he keeps using that word. That's the <laughs> so one little bit Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the one thing where I'm like, oh no, man, you're doing, you're, you're getting this whole thing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but for everything else, the Kim family is like, they're on top of their shit.
2: Yeah. But especially, um, especially the daughter, like she just like, and they, they even said it, like they even say like, I really think it's interesting how, um, the son at one point is like, you look like you belong here, like you're the only one who like looks like you belong, and of course she's the first to go. Well, yeah, she's the first to die. She's the the there, yeah, but she's also,
1: die. She's also, she's yeah. also the one that that sort of cracks the whip on her dad. When mm-hmm. he's worried about the driver, he starts thinking about the driver and she's the one that's be like, no, think about us. And oh, so for yeah. her brother to say, like, I think you belong here that's when she's presenting such a selfish kind of self-serving. Because, yeah,
2: she is the most selfish one. Yeah. really. So
1: she does. He's not wrong. Like, yeah. He does sort of belong there more than the others. But let's let, let's get into some art of the scene stuff, mm-hmm. because we've been we've been dancing around some stuff a little bit out of context, mm-hmm. I think. But like, I think the conversation around this movie has to start with the turn. In the middle. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of uh, let's talk about so uh, for the art of the scene section, here's some brilliant moments. Let's talk about like the tricks that how they pulled this this thing off, because in the middle of this movie, it becomes a different movie.
2: Yep. Yep. Just like that's, And that's why I love this movie so much, because I went into it. Pretty blind. Like I went into it, you know, not having seen any trailers. I went to like a press screening before it was in theaters yet, so I had no idea. All I knew is that I like Bong Jun Ho, and I knew nothing else. I was like, all right, long for the ride. And that, like, and they're like having this like great extravagant night in the house, and then it, yeah, it yeah. like step by step, all goes to shit. So
1: this is this is at a point in the movie where they've infiltrated, they fully infiltrated. Yeah, no, this is the, the park's the leg. high point. Yeah, yeah, right? like this is yeah, this, absolutely this is their yeah. win. They're <laughs> celebrating yeah. their win, right? They're getting drunk in the park house they've gotten rid of the driver they've gotten rid of the housekeeper and then all of a sudden they have the house themselves they're above ground mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the old housekeeper shows back up and we find out that her husband is living in the basement in mm-hmm. a secret room like a, a, bomb, a bomb shelter, shelter yeah. yeah in the basement and it's it becomes something else completely and like mm-hmm. on a dime
2: yeah, and I, I think it's at where everyone kind of shows their butt a little bit. <laughs> like, I think of, like, if, like, you know, if Chung Sook just, like, was like, all right, like, I get it. We're we're in this kind of together. I'll leave you, I'll leave him a little bit of food. But, of course, she, like, stands her ground. And you can see, you could see, like, both sides to it, too. And it would have worked if not, like, the whole thing comes crashing down because one of their feet slip. And the Kims who are listening in on the conversation between Chung Sook and the housekeeper and her husband they all just come crashing down the stairs and that's when the whole thing comes crashing right. down really like even before that they could still work around it but then they get that video
0: mm-hmm. the you holding this button it's like a, it's like like the button to launch a missile yeah oh my well, god and they're, mean, like
2: in the, they're like in the corner with their hands up
0: yeah like. and then
1: like she's starting to do like like the fake uh, North Korean yeah. like yeah. news like news broadcast, You're which so is a, at- which <laughs> is a completely different side of that character too. yeah like I mean that's how thoroughly this movie shifts gears is like this the housekeeper that we knew prior to, mm-hmm. to all of this happening she was just this sweet woman mm-hmm. working in the house but then now she's like, get your f-ing hands up like yeah. I'm doing like a, you know I'm on a am a North Korean news anchor do, like spouting some nonsense like it was it, it was so thoroughly different the second half of this of this movie, so uh, which, is, which is really, really pretty wonderful.
2: It's funny when you think about how much time the first half of the movie covers, because I would think, like they never actually specify, but I would think that first half of the movie is like a few weeks at least, like maybe a couple months. But then the second half of the movie takes place over just between that night and the following afternoon. And the way that you see like everything that they worked for in those first few months it just all falls apart like in really dramatic, terrible ways.
1: Well, and, and that, what what I like about the, the turn, this, mm-hmm. this sequence, because it, and this is a, a meaty chunk of it, to your point, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a I, cause I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Like the first, the first half of the movie is over the course of, I mean, at minimum, a couple months at least. Right? Well, I mean, a min- like maybe it's six weeks, yeah. but like, yeah, it's, it's a long, it's a good stretch of time. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the movie is 16 hours. Yeah. something like that until we get to the very end and then time jumps ahead a little bit the way that that night is portrayed Mm -hmm. is such it's it's almost a farce too. Mm -hmm. like the amount of things that continue to go wrong like it's oh my god it's just they stop short of somebody stepping in a bucket and falling on you know like that kind of thing but honestly not really because (laughs) because like you said it's just a lot of this is just like you know there's physical comedy yeah too and my favorite part of that like, especially how it all unravels is
0: just how it all revolves around scent. And it's oh, just like and so they, dehumanizing. Like, it's, it's so demoralizing. It's, it's 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 so dehumanizing, so demoralizing, but it's also invisible, yeah, which is just like like the n- smartest undertone of like why they'll never like, they'll always be poor because like the rich people will always be able to perceive that. Difference. Oh yeah. They'll
2: always have that on yeah. them. And you can even see him like trying right. to like smell it on yeah, himself yeah. when they're and sitting the table. And he starts talking
0: about the they, onion. Yeah. And, yeah. onion and they, yeah. and like it happened, like, you know, they just like foreshadow it so much in the movie, right? Like the little kid comes up and they're like, why do you smell? They all like, smell the like, same. Yeah. Oh my God. And then they're the like, do we have to good. get, do we have to get like different like detergent and yeah. like different soaps? And then like when they're in the like couch, and the dad is just like, yeah, I could even smell him in like the back seat of a car. Yeah. And then like when they're driving. What did he say and, about it? He smells like the subway. People who yeah, ride the, the subway sub- have yeah. a certain yeah. smell. That's exactly. Yeah. it. She's like I haven't rode the subway in forever. Right. Yeah. So it's just like merely just riding the subway is like And and then you,
1: like gives you an a musk of yeah. lower class. Right. It's sort of the coup de grace for this whole sequence to me is is this weird as hell sex scene yes! that takes place on the couch and it is so hilariously perfect oh my god like it, like it it's all over the pjs action yeah, from, yeah. From what, it's you know, like what it the seems PG like but like the thing the so they, they they get through talking about this stuff about the scent and yeah. the onions and the low class and the people that ride the subway smell a certain mm-hmm. way and then they start to fool around a little bit uh and the things that they say to each other, like what I lost my shit the first time yeah. that I was watching it. And she's like, buy me drugs, yeah, buy me buy drugs. Me drugs. like that's one of my favorite thing. lines, yeah. I wrote that down as one of my favorite lines. That's your dirty <laughs> talk is buy me drugs, <laughs> which is so funny. So, so like great. there's in a, there is an erotic thrill for these people mm-hmm. at like pretending. Cause he asks her like, you know, the underwear you found in my car, do you still have it? Will you wear yeah. it? And, like, and stuff like that. And like, there is a giddy erotic thrill for them pretending to be low-class.
2: Because just like the, like them being in, the, like the Kims being in this house is their fantasy. Yeah. Like they, what else do they have to fantasize about? Right. That scene is so good. And I could go step by step about how stressful that scene gets with every single
0: thing that do goes it. wrong. We've got time. Yeah, we've got time. Yeah. No, no like because I,
1: honestly, like this this turning point in the movie is yeah. one of the, like, you know, because I mean, we've talked about other movies that have dealt with class struggle mm-hmm. and dealt with wealth disparity in, in differing ways and the Eat the Rich movies that, mm-hmm. that some work, some don't like this one clearly works but i think it, it this turning point is one of the most brilliant yeah. things about the entire movie and
2: by the way for as much as we've talked about this turning point we also we still have been talked about what i think is one of the most stressful things about it which is the ramadan yes. when it's ah, like yeah. we have to get these two people we have to like strong arm them into a basement we have to do something with them we have to clean up the mess well, we let's, made let's let's start with that so yeah. like yeah, yeah, they're
1: yeah. they're drunk as hell yeah to start with yeah. Like they're sitting in the living room. That's the
2: other thing they're drunk while they're, they're doing that. They're drunk this. as hell. Yeah. They've been
1: drinking and they've been sort of sniping at each other too because yeah. this is the scene where or the the dad is talking about like what well, do you think that driver has another job by now? And she's mm-hmm. like shut up. No, don't worry about him. Worry about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. There's that bit of there's also the the weird turn where the mom is is sort of like calling the dad pathetic. Yeah. And they do like a a quick little play act of like mm-hmm. he's about to hit her. Or something and he like shatters some stuff and everything. Yeah. Like, How's that? And he's like, ah, I got you. Yeah. And so there's all of these little moments like that is in itself is is such a great little like some, something is coming. Mm-hmm. Like and here's a fake out, but like some there's there is a turning point on the near horizon.
2: And the second that bell dings, it's like it's like you're right because there's been so much tension building and it's like there's no like we're only like you know halfway through the movie. Well, like there's there, no way they won.
1: There yeah. is. I, I see. That's that's actually the the uh, thing that I might disagree with. It's like, I don't think there's been a single bit of tension built the entire movie. Yeah. Like they've been getting away with it so easily, and so and they're so immediately ensconced in the Park family's life, yeah. and it worked. It mm-hmm. all worked. It worked like that. Like there wasn't even a like it wasn't even hard. It wasn't difficult. Yeah. They just did it to then ramp up the tension so immediately. Yeah. With I mean, it's it's, it's, it's things like like it starts raining. Yeah. Like it's dark, oh, it's, f- raining, it's raining, light, it's lightning, and then yeah. they lose their entire life. And then yeah. they lose everything yeah. immediately. Like the way that the, the way that this movie shifts gears is is I mean, it's all those little things like that. Like it's mm-hmm. it's writing that scene where, you know, they pretend to, to have a, you know, domestic incident <laughs> in yeah. front of their children. Yeah. But it's um, also where
2: one of my favorite lines comes comes in, not to jump ahead too no, much, ahead. but th- where like they're talking about Madame and they're like, Oh, she's nice though. She's nice. And uh, Chung Sook is just like, she's not like, what's, what's the line? It's, she's not nice, but rich. She's like nice because she's rich right. basically.
1: She's not nice. You know, she's, yeah, yeah, it's not you know costing her anything. The money yeah, yeah. makes yeah. her yeah. nice. Yeah. Or something. She doesn't have something anything else like to
2: worry about. You know, sometimes you get hardened because you have so much to worry about. And I love that like, it's because it's, it's so true. And then you immediately go from that to them scrambling because they're not rich. Yeah. They're poor and they have a lot to worry about.
1: So the next thing that happens, the old housekeeper shows up. Yeah. Like, in the rain, soaking wet. like She forgot something. She I left something in the basement. Yeah. Uh, but, like, and even the way that we see her is so warped and weird, because we see her, like, on the and the, she's unrecognizable because
2: we've only seen her. She's in like, got a hood yeah. and glasses and she's
1: wet. She's like looking yeah. like this. And like, no, it's, and it's, it's like this weird monster coming out of the rain, you yeah. know? Yeah.
2: But it's like, and when you really think about all the people that they screwed over in order to get to where they are, I mean, what they did to the, like the housekeeper was kind of like the point of really no return. The driver actually probably will find another job. Right. But like that housekeeper has been there for longer than the parks
0: two, have been. Two families. Yeah. Two
2: families. And so like that was like that's when you're watching it and you're almost kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm with them on this one. Yeah. So it's like it, it is kind of karma. But at the same time, you know why they did what they did. And right. that's why it's so hard to like, yeah, identify an antagonist here.
1: They decide to let her in and see if they can go get your thing and then maybe she'll leave. And it turns out the thing that she left in the bay. That, that's another great, great reveal. <laughs> like the The slow playing of this reveal, too, is when because she just. Walks in, hustles straight down the stairs, and they don't immediately go after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just like, let her do her thing. Yeah. They just they they let like, her do her thing. And then, it's been a while. Yeah, and I then she goes— I also think the
2: booze a little bit. Like, they're all, like, yeah, they're drunk. Because they're, they're
1: all like, drunk. drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they go downstairs. When we do go downstairs and see what she's up to— she's wedged herself between the wall yeah, and, and the it. furniture
2: it's so fun it's it, so surreal it's,
1: yeah exactly yeah. and it's this is when it starts like the when the wheels come off yeah. in this movie like they fucking come off oh
2: my god
0: oh! And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And by the way, when she does like fall and smacks her face, I'm like, oh my God, that must have hurt so bad. But she just gets up and scrambles to the basement.
1: She's she's a weird, unstoppable monster at this point.
2: Yeah, and Chuck Suck does help her. Like you can tell, like she feels kind of bad at yeah. first, but the second that it's like, oh yeah, so going through the scene more, then they go down to the basement yeah. and the rest of the Kims are still hiding in the yeah. stairwell because of course the former housekeeper and that, doesn't know that they're. And
0: that whole scene is just surreal too, right? Because yeah. it's just like, she gives the she gives her husband that bottle and like the banana, so it's like, yeah. oh god, oh, kind of yeah, like she, like like uh, yeah, from yeah like, yeah, yeah. So when,
1: yeah. By the time we, they get back down to the basement, reveal that her husband's down there like... But he's like a child. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he eats that banana and the way they photograph him eating that banana Mm -hmm. is like... I'm not entirely sure how to describe it, but it looks like chat gpt would probably describe somebody eating a banana that way <laughs> Like yeah. you could you could like you could there's you know art generators or something that you could be like a guy eats a banana weird and yeah. it might look like this because it, it just doesn't look natural mm-hmm. like and i don't i've never seen anybody eat a banana that way
2: you go into a whole nother world when you go into that basement like it is like you have like the peak of like extravagance in the above ground house and then you go down to the bomb shelter and this is
1: you know 25 percent of our of our uh discussion so far uh and the sh- entire show have dealt with staircases yeah <laughs> and yeah. we talked about it with sunset boulevard yeah. uh here we are with staircases again and and you know there are uh, it's some quotes from bong Jun Ho talking about how it's kind of an upstairs downstairs uh it's very literal yeah. It, yeah it's very literal i mean that mm-hmm. referring to the type of story of just like you know servants and mm-hmm. you know Masters or whatever. They literally cover like the intro to the sun in the exact same way they did it in Sunset
0: Boulevard. Like when we talked about how Sunset Boulevard was like textbook, it's like yeah her standing at the top of the stairs just like looking down and the kids are like, Oh, you're here like for like the interview for like the tutoring thing. And then yeah. like Yeah. They come upstairs and then she's like, Thank you so much, like goodbye. And then when when she stops them at the top of the stairs, she's like like about the art. Like about the art teacher. And then she goes down to his level. Yeah. To like talk to him about like the sister
1: becoming the art teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Like when when she needs something from them.
0: Yeah. She goes come down there. the stairs.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's a it's a brilliant bit of blocking. It's it's interesting because there's a staircase down to the basement. Mm-hmm. There's a staircase down to the garage where the driver where you know the basement where the the housekeeper works, mm-hmm. another staircase down to the garage where the driver's mm-hmm. deal is. But like um, I said earlier
2: too, that staircase makes like, it, it makes the big turning point in that movie because, like I said, they probably would have gotten away with it if it weren't for them falling down the staircase.
1: Yeah, they slipped And it's down almost the staircase. like It's
2: metaphorical, like, no, you belong yep. down here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, whether you're going to, you're trying to stay out yeah. of this spot, but this is where you belong. Yeah. The universe chucks them down there. Yeah. And it's the same thing, too. Like, I mean, in, in talking about how the the housekeeper and what they do to her is sort of, that was kind of the last straw. I was like, oh, you guys, you guys might have gone too far. Yeah. And then here at the end of this sequence. So then the other thing that happens in this sequence to add the, the next layer of stress mm-hmm. to this turning point is it's been raining. The, fa- the parks were out mm-hmm. on a camping trip for the kid's birthday, but it floods and they have to come back. Mm-hmm. and they're just like could you make us some food we'll be there in the, eight uh, minutes God, so the, 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 the other one thing
0: oops, Saigon, no, sure.
1: no no it's good but then like there's a scramble to clean up a little bit mm-hmm. to hide their tracks to cover their tracks and then to make food that she'd never she, heard of, before. Heard of yeah. before, and then like, and ugh. then to, to pull it off or whatever but then the 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 thing the punctuation to that is she literally kicks the housekeeper back down the stairs and
2: just and just flopping yes, yeah. down the
1: stairs and but what I wanted to bring up, it's like interesting why I even went
0: on the camping trip in the first place. Because do you remember when she was like, yeah, he saw a ghost.
2: Oh, yeah. It's and all it because of the husband, husband. down yeah. in, the, in the basement. Yeah. Which, by the way, not to jump ahead too much, but that shot of him like coming up from the basement and just was like, oh, the one that made
1: really the kid big. Big. pass that, yeah, that, like, out. Yeah. The
2: kid. Yeah. Terrifying. So terrifying.
1: Yeah. And the idea that of interacting with poor people made the kid pass out and have a seizure.
0: God, yeah. <laughs> like Jeez. That's, I didn't even that's think about where we're that for at. as much as I have thought about this yeah, movie. I didn't but even that's, think about that's, it,
1: that's, yeah. that's, again, if you make a movie this skillfully, where there are clearly layers on layers on layers, yeah. like, you don't even recognize it. I mean, it, it's a weirdly specific but also kind of blank canvas. Like, yeah. you can project so much onto this movie of yourself and however you come at it, but also there's some really specific things going on.
2: Yeah. No, but like even to just go back again to that that scene where she's making the Ramadan, it's like the fact that they still pull it off though, like they still manage to clean up their mess, get oh, those two down in the basement. I mean, up yet killing one of them, but like you know, yeah, like and still make the <laughs> still make the noodles.
1: Which the kid didn't eat.
2: Which the kid
0: didn't.
1: The even kid didn't even eat. eat. Yeah, it was the mom. Right. Yeah. The mom ate it. And then they there's there's bickering like as yeah are yeah. sneaking out of the house like there's bickering among the families like why didn't you give me some of and the noodles and that's their problems and, like, by the way that's, that's the problem. Their problems. The rest of the movie, all but the last, what five or six minutes, I guess, mm-hmm. um, take place over the next the next morning and afternoon. Yeah.
2: yeah, and it's and they never get a rest. So they go all the way home, and, walking in the rain. They're already exhausted. They're already drunk. Yeah.
0: Like, Houses just flooded. And they, yeah,
2: and they and they're like covered in sewage water, like. They haven't had a sleep. They haven't had a shot. Like, yeah. well, they did bathe in the house, but like, and they like end up in this gym. And I can't imagine. Like, they must have had maybe like an hour or so of rest before they jump into. Oh my God, we have to plan a freaking birthday party for this yeah. like little ungrateful kid.
1: And the ungrateful family. Yeah. 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 It, w- two of the things that that really strike me about this post turn uh, sequence here, it, like number one, when they're back and their house is flooding. Uh, they're trying to salvage some stuff and there's this image of, uh, Ki Jung sitting on the toilet as shit is literally shooting yeah. out. And of, she
2: tries to light the cigarette.
1: And she's trying to light a cigarette while she's sitting on the lid of a toilet. That's trying to explode.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's like, that image is funny and it's tragic and it's, it's, Loaded with all kinds of symbolism. Yeah. Uh, pretty on the nose symbolism, yeah. frankly. <laughs> um, but it's, it, there was, just, it's just one of those moments where, you know, they were just drinking expensive booze mm-hmm. in a really nice house mm-hmm. like two hours ago. Yeah. And then now you're you're literally like your toilet is exploding and you can't get a, you can't light a cigarette.
2: You know what I'm also <laughs> wondering? Like Chung Sook, the mother, she doesn't even know what's happening to her house. No. So like you have the entire rest of the family seeing that their entire livelihood is like gone. Like, what are they gonna do after this? And she doesn't even know. She doesn't <laughs> She's even just know like yet. doting on this rich family.
1: My reaction to that was it felt like she was in prison. Like that felt mm-hmm. like a a whole other tragedy that she was stuck away from the family yeah um you know
2: she wanted to be with the family like even though that obviously it wasn't a great situation she would rather be with her own family yeah Yeah. but But
1: the fact that she wasn't able to get out of the house mm, was not like they don't show her not leaving mm -hmm. like they don't show her like watching them go and you know, yeah. none of that. Yeah. But you just know that she didn't get out of the house, and right. it feels like she's in danger, and it feels like she's well,
2: because she's still in this house with these with this guy yeah. who's in the basement. Yeah, yeah. I just feel so bad for Mr. Kim, because when you think about when they're sitting under the, we talked about when they're laying under the table and that whole sex scene, like, and they're sitting here openly talking like just terribly about about him, and he has to sit there with his family mm-hmm. and like just be just. Yeah, he just has to sit there and take it. And it's like just another like kick in the face for this guy. He can't even protect his family. Like you have to imagine how bad that feels.
1: Their house is literally washing away. Yeah,
2: and he's like, what can I do for my kids? And then he has that great line where he's like, you know what the best plan is no plan because i don't know what to do at this point like that's basically what that means you think all
1: these people planned on spending the night in yeah
2: yeah going back earlier to what we said about like you know uh ki jung being kind of like the most selfish one the son is still trying to help like he's still trying to like take his father's burdens a little bit um but i still feel like no one's in a worse position than mr kim in that in that scene
1: yeah well and that's literally how it ends up yeah like you know the so I mean what are yeah. you guys? So at some point he says that he he's got his own plan. He tells the kids like I've got my own plan. I don't believe that. Don't was ever worry true. about this. Yeah. You don't you so you don't think
2: that, I don't think he ever had a plan. I don't think like the rain washed away his plan.
1: Okay. Right. This because there's part of me that and maybe it it's a second viewing kind of kind of mm-hmm. thing, but there's part of me that read that as like oh he's going to kill him. You thought he's going to he kill him the plan the entire time. I think there's a chance. Yeah. But I you know in- I putting putting the their entire house washing away in between, yeah, I've got a plan, and the actual you know the the end scene, I don't know if that's true, but there's part of me that that thinks, like, yeah, maybe he was like, you know what, I've had enough, going to kill them all
2: <laughs> I mean, that is the cleanest like solution at that point, yeah. Like, what else yeah. do you do? like you have these people who are going to end your life if like or ruin your life if they can get out of that basement, right and I mean they do. <laughs> Yeah?
1: 생각이... Okay? Yeah? So, the second thing, there's, there's a, I think, a, a legitimately really great shot of Mr. Kim driving mm. with Madame in the back seat, even before she starts to smell her bare feet are on the back yeah. of the headrest in front of her. And it's things like that, that it's it, that little detail is just like, she's got her bare feet up there and she's talking about what a blessing that rain was, you know, the yeah. sky's blue today because it rained so much. And
2: the rain sky. just ruined their entire exactly.
1: lives. <laughs> it's, so like the, that conversation, she's on the phone pretending he's not even there until she realizes, it, until she smells them or whatever. She's got her feet, you know, right by his head. And like, that was the, the first moment where I was like, Oh, it, you know, Miss Park kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like she she skated on being kind of dumb and naive and innocent and all that for the whole movie. But then mm-hmm. when she's in that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, she sucks. And also, she gets no sympathy from me. The
2: fact that she knows that like she can just call like the Kims are at her beck and call like this is yep. an impromptu. Yeah. So like
0: we'll just
1: pay him overtime.
2: We'll just pay him overtime. Like it's just so presumptuous. Right. And she just doesn't, like, you can tell, like, she's nice because, like, you know, what else would she be? But she's not thinking about these people as no, people. No,
1: no, not even a little bit. Yeah. Any other brilliant moments we need to talk about before we move on? I mean, we can talk about the, the ending. End. Yeah, yeah, the
2: ending I think you have to talk about. Right. I mean, this whole thing where they kind of, like, build up this fantasy scenario where it seemed like maybe he can go to school and get rich enough to buy Well, I, I was
1: talking about the, oh. the, oh, the no, party. Oh, no, of course. The birthday yeah, the party huge. scene. Yeah, madame describing the arrangement of the tables yeah As in like reference to an old japanese or korean uh, military maneuver or mm-hmm. whatever like that's um that's like when she's setting up the tables he's like you be quiet yeah the, yeah, kid, the yeah. kid's part the she's kid's like part. struggling to set up tables in a yeah. kid's party and, and he's the kid's still asleep in the tent back yeah. there he's like, yeah. Could you just keep it down keep it down he's sleeping um <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but at the party when the housekeeper's husband from downstairs Gets loose, you know. For for Kiwu or Mister Kevin, the yeah, <laughs> the tutor, yeah, you know, he's carrying this scholar's rock. Mm-hmm. The, the, this is the thing that, like, this scholar's rock kind of starts the whole thing for them. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, it was, you know, Kiwu's friend that gifted it to them, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to bring you know wealth and prosperity came to the from house. The
2: college kid, that cool college, right, student. right, yeah. right. Cool he was a kid. cool college kid. He was. Cool. He,
1: he did he yeah. did almost beat up that guy peeing in their window. He, he was did, really cool. Is he taking that rock down to gift it? to this family that they've trapped down in the basement?
2: I thought, I was thinking he was actually going to kill
1: him. You think he was going I to think just that brain them with the rock?
2: Yeah, because I think at that point, he knew that his father had no plan. Yeah. Like, he was like, all right, it's now time for me to take charge. Like, I'm the man of the house now. And I think he was just going to solve the problem.
1: And then, of course, he drops the rock down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yep another staircase
2: again the staircase keeps screwing them over which is so (laughs) metaphorical but like it is like that it's like
1: it's a staircase that they have no control over
2: yeah and it just keeps pushing them down
1: this family has zero agency when it comes to existing on this staircase yeah like everything just falls to the bottom
2: yeah must be slippery to be honest
1: (laughs) yeah something like that yeah yeah
2: he has this whole fantasy where he's gonna marry into this family right and even like again to go back to that scene where they're all sitting around drunk he's like well we can hire actors at our wedding to play my parents like that is so far back
1: yeah <laughs> like, yeah he's hot committed to this
0: thing yeah so is the other kid the kid that got them the job was just like hey don't don't hit on
1: her while i'm away yeah like, yeah I, i'd get yeah. one of my college buddies but, but they're, they're all yeah. they're all a bunch of frat boys yeah yeah, yeah. You're a um, bunch of bros, a bunch of bros, gonna steal my <laughs> my fifteen year old girlfriend. Yeah, she's really <laughs> yeah. young. She's pretty, very yeah. young. So by the time this husband, he has lost it completely. Mm-hmm. Like he seemed like he was he was a little worse for wear when when he first comes up and yeah. he's like, you know, the housekeeper is is giving him a, a massage on the couch and they're holding the the you know the Kim's hostage mm-hmm. and all that. He he seems a little a little baddie, mm-hmm. but not irretrievably. Yeah, you know. And so for whatever happened over the rest of that night, like he lost it. Like, but he is, I mean, he was trapped down there with his dead wife. And that's like his
2: one last thread to like, you know, sanity. Like he loves his wife. Yeah. And once he loses that, like, what's the point, you know?
1: And also the idea that he's the one that's been turning on the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that, so (laughs) the staircase, Mm -hmm. you know, as somebody's walking into the home, in the main staircase from from the outside lights turn on as you walk underneath them yeah. mm-hmm. and as it turns out this guy has been living in the basement turning on the lights as people walk up the stairs yeah and the like what what is that even a metaphor for like what is what are we <laughs> <laughs> this it's, this is another part of this movie where it's like that's such a crazy image. Yeah, like the guy he's got his he's obviously I, he didn't do it with his forehead forever. Yeah, but he was he was bound by this point. His hands were bound, and so he was just banging his forehead into the light switches in the basement mm-hmm. as Mr. Park walked up the steps. And Mr. Park's just walking up the steps and the lights turn on yeah. when he walks up. And well, it's like, a thing that he takes totally for granted.
2: Yeah, well, I think that's what it is. I, I don't know if it's a metaphor. It might be. But I think it is just another sign of how completely oblivious the parks are. Like, And I think, like, Madame makes at some comment at some point, it's like, oh, that light's going batty. But yeah. it's like, really? Yeah. like you The don't sensor's notice, going crazy. Yeah,
1: you don't notice every time yeah. that it's blinking when you walk up the stairs. And like, he's Morse coding with Yeah, he's Morse coding. Is, so for him to be pounding his head on that, and he, he it does it so much that his, his whole face is a wreck and he just runs out looking to stab people
2: and nobody notices him by the way again oblivious Mm -hmm. like they're just like having their little show and nobody
1: notices him until he literally pushes people out of the way so that he he can stab stab somebody yeah yeah Yeah. so that he can
2: and of course it's not one of the parks he stabs it's you know
1: ultimately it's the daughter
2: yeah it's the daughter that pays the price
1: the fact that you know mr kim is being forced to wear like a plastic oh, yeah. headdress
2: and before and that, before yeah. there's
1: a conversation where that he's having with mr park mm-hmm. about you know i'm paying you, I'm yeah. paying you oh my,
2: and that justifies everything so there's a
1: moment just, where just, mr where, think of this as part of the job yeah. yeah there's a moment where kim is actually trying to connect yeah. with yeah. mr park about this like well i mean obviously you love your family and you're trying your best yeah. to take yeah. care of your family yeah and mr park is like i'm paying you to be here
2: well, that's the thing. <laughs> like, He's so obsessed shut with it like, down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, crossing the line. Like, you're yeah. not allowed to connect with me as a human because to right. me, you're not a human. Exactly. And if I connect with you, that's, not, that's to saying me, something about me.
1: You're a guy that smells like the subway.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can like, yeah, you're right. He's trying to connect with him like father to father. Yeah. And like, yeah. Mr. Park hates him for it. Yeah. He's yeah. like, we are not the same, my well, guy. I am
1: paying you. Yeah. So for 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 Mr. Kim to then kill Mr. Park, like, I
2: mean, that that was building. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 But it it feels, I don't know. Felt right. Oh, no, it did. Right? I,
2: I was, like, excited. <laughs> like, I don't want to play, but, like, and, like yeah. Like,
1: the, the last straw being him, like, rolling a dead body, like, holding his nose so he mm-hmm. rolls a dead yeah. body out of the... The guy that had been living the in his basement, basement. Yeah. for years. Who, by the way, respected the hell out of him. Yeah. yeah. Like, is stabbed with a giant meat skewer. In dying, um, he yells respect. He yells respect. Yeah. And then, he, like, holds his nose, moves him out of the way so he can get the keys to and get And by out the there. way,
2: the fact that he's so up his own butt that he holds his nose when his own son is, like, 15 minutes from dying and you can't, like... You still have to hold your little nose. Yeah. You're not so stressed about your st- son potentially dying. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so terrible.
1: Can we also the the other part of this scene that I I just desperately love? It's just a fun. It's a perfect little detail. Is when we're when we flash back to it later mm-hmm. to show because ultimately Mr. Kim escapes into the base. So now yeah. he's in this like weird subclass hell mm-hmm. uh, that he's trapped in the basement now too. But when we flash back to see how that all worked out, one of the little dogs is eating and the that, meat that's on the skewer that yeah. stabbed, yeah, <laughs> that stabbed the guy with. <laughs> it's it's just one of it's that those details, and I'm like, yep, yep. Like this is how this is how you satire.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's because like that again. That's why I love Bong. Like everything he does is just so intentional. Yeah. Like not one single thing in that movie is an accident.
1: Right. I mean, um, so I mean, we ended up just talking about the entire back half of that yeah. movie, but like the the brilliant the, the brilliance of that turn and then becoming yeah. something else entirely is unbelievable. Is so good.
2: Yeah, and it's like, and I also still love the first half. It moves so quickly, and it's like this great kind of like little like dark comedy. Well, the
0: fir- yeah, the first half it, is hilarious. It, 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 no, yeah. the first half is like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it has like the real Ocean's Eleven vibe. It's just like, yeah. all right, like how are we going to like,
2: yeah.
1: here's the mark. Even a little Top. bit of nonlinear stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like here's here's the intercutting mark. the yeah. prep with the yeah. execution. Yeah, exactly. And the reason
2: that's so smart is because by the time you get to this turn, you're totally on this family side. Even yeah. though they just totally screwed over this like pretty like innocent housekeeper. I mean, no one's really innocent in this movie. But like, you know, like even by that point. <laughs> as you're just, far
1: as we know yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: but like. By you, by the time you get to the turn, you you um, just really like this family so much, yeah. which makes what happens next so heartbreaking.
1: Right. So he's, he's he discovers that his yep. father is morse coding a letter. Yeah. Out to him writes a letter back, promising to make enough money to buy the house so that he can come out of there. Mm. Yeah. Do we think he's? Do you think he's got a shot? No. Tar ending. <laughs>
2: Tar- I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you can, yeah, you can, well, I hope. guess,
0: rever- I guess reverse tar It's the reverse tar. <laughs> yeah. It's a
1: pretty standard reverse tar. Uh, reverse tar <laughs> oh, from four years prior to tar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't think there is. And that's like the great tragedy, but he's never yeah. going to stop striving for it. You know. Yeah.
1: It's that, it's that tragic you know, bootstraps nonsense. Yeah. Just like, no, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Well, no, actually he can't. (laughs) If you keep making those stairs. So goddamn slippery, you know, he's never going to be able to.
2: God. And just like, I feel so bad for like the mother too. Like she's now lost, like basically lost her husband, lost her daughter. I mean, her son is not the same person that he was before. It's like, and now she's like, has to like pick up the pieces. Like I feel so, like
1: so bad for where she is. Yeah. That is a gorgeous scene yeah like with the way that the sun's coming through the window, and they they mentioned the sun coming through the windows, like everybody that's lived in that house mm-hmm. mentions that window, that picture window right mm-hmm. the The way that this house is a house that was built by a famous architect, yeah, like in story that's that's what it is and so and i I, I was reading some stuff about production designers saying things like, I'm not an architect. Like I'm a production designer. I make spaces so that cameras can move around and people can be blocked. But that giant window was such a focal point of the design of the architecture of of everything. Like it was an in character thing where, but the idea that people keep coming back to like the sun, like Mm -hmm. when the sunlight lands in the yard and through the windows, it's such an amazing space. And so for that last scene, that fantasy of him rescuing his father, Yeah it to be, and the, I think that the light has a little bit of a different texture in that too. It's much warmer mm-hmm. all of a sudden. um You know, it's it was just a beautifully shot piece of film.
2: I totally believe that too when he says like, I'm a production designer, not an architect, because like, I don't think that would be a very, like, it's a little coldly designed, that house. I don't know it's if pre- It's
1: pretty Spartan yeah. in space. Yeah, yeah it's, but... It, but very perfectly like Oh yeah. rich and not much taste. like yeah, that's that's was was yeah, exactly, taste. It, it, it avo- there's no character. It avoids like... Yeah, there's yeah. no personality to it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Except for that one wall that has like their wedding portrait, the family portrait, and like the one drawing of the kid.
2: God. <laughs> and the, the
1: insanity scroll yeah.
2: One of the funniest moments in that movie is her convincing Madame the, um, that her son is like, off his rocker mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. just like like going through this like fake like art therapy yeah, like yeah. crap that she made up. You see how like, the
1: bottom right hand corner yeah. is all is all dark. Yeah, and later right. she's that like, means "Oh, I just he's googled crazy. art therapy oh.
2: and like the rest." Like
1: that's so yeah. Cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. There's there's a great line in the movie too where uh it was it's when she when Madame is calling the number to get a to get the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the fake housekeeper service yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they, um and. You know the daughter's sitting here, sorry, and they, she walks past her parents, and they are both they're sitting there, and, and I think it's the dad that says like she could be a great con artist if she wanted to. And it's like she is. What do you think you're doing? doing? Like the the fact that it's you know that it doesn't feel like like a con yeah. to them, it like and and tipping their hand in that in that way, is like this is not a con. This is just how we get by. Yeah. Like that's that's a that was a pretty telling line, which I thought was sneaky, kind of smart.
2: Yeah, I mean, but. it's kind of how
1: they
2: have to. They yep. tried folding pizza boxes. Absolutely.
0: 나달면서. You know. Let's talk about lists.
1: Yeah. Yeah section of the show where we're gonna we're gonna put this on some some movie lists top tens that it's actually showed on it's only a couple of results, so we haven't used it much but it was on our best of 2019 yeah oh, thank mm-hmm. god yeah um, would have been, been an, an oversight I think <laughs> was it to... on your best of 2019 or 2020 it was on our best of 2019 that we put out <laughs> in 2020 <laughs> I, I bet I bet we we beat the uh, we beat the Oscars to it but yeah. um mm-hmm. it, it was you know January 2020 best of 2019 that's mm-hmm. how things work and i think i got to mention on our uh, recent screenplays episode as well oh yeah uh, but, but not but not at sunset boulevard nope neither one far from recent <laughs> but, <laughs> neither one um I but mean, I, I do think screenplay. I do think that there is uh it's, it's a fairly like I say it's a fairly recent one that we haven't yeah. haven't had much of a chance to include on some of the top list. Top ten what, families. Top ten families.
2: There's and they really. It do might love have each been, other. we did that one. It family. might have shown up.
1: I need to go back and revisit that. I can't remember if I mentioned that or not.
2: I love the Kims. It's, you know. Yeah. As shady as they are sometimes.
1: Top ten families. One of these days we'll revisit our top ten families list. Yeah. And make sure they're on. Also, there.
2: do we have I I don't do we have like a most stressful films list because this is very don't. stressful.
1: Yeah. This is yeah. like
2: uncut gems level stressful.
0: Mm. Yeah, that would be How do we make that list not stressful
1: for people to watch?
2: <laughs> I mean, that's the point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we did uh we did thrillers at one point. Um I don't know if this is I don't think it counts as a thriller. It's one
2: of the though. 10
1: genres this movie
2: falls into. Black
1: right. comedies. Yeah. yeah, dark comedies. Yeah. Uh thr- I mean there's there's a thing where like top 10 movies that become a different movie halfway through. But this be a yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. there's like like Psycho. Would be yeah, one. twists a good, would be a good one. Twists in the middle yeah. of yeah. the movie, like twists are, are generally reserved to to be for the end. Yeah. Well, even yeah. the first one, I thought like Psycho, has a twist at the end, also. Yeah. Like it becomes a different movie as soon as Marion Crane gets it, but then also the twist at the end that he's actually his own mother. Yeah. Um. So this one it, it falls a similar, it follows a similar path here.
2: Yeah, like, well, I movies mean, that could be really easily spoiled by a trailer, basically.
1: Yeah. So is this
0: a con man movie? Do we consider this, despite the fact hmm. that they don't see themselves as con men?
1: Uh, that, you know, I could see that being a subcategory of yeah. a con man movie. Yeah. they definitely, like, a you know, sub, sub genre. I mean, they,
0: they, they are trading in confidence, right? Like yeah, these people have the, the family has the confidence that they're who they say they are despite the fact of not being that right. Despite the fact that like, I mean, they basically just con their way into a job. Is but... that, is that <laughs> the, le- the
1: legalese of <laughs> like the lawyer speak for what defines con confidence, man. man? Yeah. Yeah. Man. I mean, we talked a little bit about some of the best lines. Like, what are what are some of the top top lines? Oh, wait, in this movie?
2: no, I have one that we haven't mentioned yet. I I feel like I just love the delivery.
0: It, it, it's he smells like someone who rides on the subway. It's just like, yeah. Almost, oh, like,
1: cutting line.
2: Don't call me sis, you filthy bitch. Oh. <laughs> such a good line. <laughs> and I like,
1: and, and I also didn't notice after that. I noticed that Madame was calling her sis. Yeah. Also. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't re- I didn't notice if she was doing that prior to yeah. it it's just like the two of them trying to connect and it's like we're you know
2: and they're never going to because they're right. working against each other but they have like right yeah. and
1: the, like again it's it's a system that pits poor people against each other to fight for whatever table scraps yeah. the parks happen to drop down the stairs yeah. another
2: one i wrote down it's when um he's trying to get that job initially of tutoring the daughter and there, he's like taking or she's taking that test exam and she's like skipping questions and he's like and he grabs her wrist and he's like your pulse is racing <laughs> yeah. the heart doesn't lie and exam is like slashing through a jungle it's so dramatic <laughs> yeah. but of course they buy right into it because they're not very smart right the parks.
1: right right these 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 helpless idiots that yeah. are super rich yeah yeah
2: such a good moment but it's also like like basically where you can tell he like she like falls in love with kiwu like yeah. that's yeah. the moment
1: I do think I, we did a best twists list a long time ago, but pre 2019. Yeah, pre 2019. I good think th- I think this would deserve a spot because, uh, frankly, like most twists come at the end. Yeah. And yeah. This one comes right yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah this and is not it's, a. It's a,
0: a, a very Kevin consequential. Space-y's Kaiser yeah. says. Right. 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 This Spoiling. isn't.
1: This isn't an M Night twist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the present.
1: Um,
2: a really interesting list though would be movies that turn into another movie halfway yeah. through. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, what are, there's um, like Full Metal Jacket
2: yeah yeah like mm-hmm. there's ba-
1: there's training and then there's, there's war. war yeah like there's that's very very cut and dry there are two different reasons to have these two different movies mm-hmm. shining's kind of
0: like that you know shinings bet, a little yeah. bit like that like mm-hmm. it's
1: a ghost story and then he has to you know murder his whole family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he gets a different mission at <laughs> <Yeah>. the midpoint <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah.
0: so the, 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 first half of the movie is him trying to keep care of this hotel and the second half of it is him
1: you know, barbarian did it yeah. just last oh, year
2: Barbarian's a great oh. example. that was
1: literally two different movies yeah. but, like that was a movie in its sequel, yeah, like, Is what it felt like yeah um, so they'll never get over that measuring of the the basement
0: oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah, justin yeah.
1: long measuring yeah. like oh, how much can I charge yeah. for how much extra how <laughs> much, <laughs> much extra <laughs> square, square footage yeah. is this yeah. And he's he's measuring like past the weird like assault bed. It's like the <laughs> um, longest tape measure ever. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> um, I would imagine it would fit in the same category of Full Metal Jacket for some reason. But, um, uh, One Cut of the Dead. Yeah. There's a reset yeah. in the middle. That's the same movie twice. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's do. Uh, let's move on to things you didn't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you is guys dig it, a- a- huh? Is there a lot of? Are this? there any things you didn't know here? I mean, this is you know the I trivia I mean, I feel here. like this.
0: The- I did
1: not know that they only built one story. That's yeah. that was the one thing that I wanted to talk about is so the the house, um, it feels like a location, mm-hmm. but it's very much not. They built it uh, from what I can gather. They built it on a couple of different stages. Uh, it was it was in a couple of different places. Obviously, their home, the 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 sub the semi basement mm-hmm. was a set because they had to flood it. Mm-hmm. But then the um, the Parks house, uh, and there's actually a, a cool behind the scene picture of. You know, the scene where she's outside doing the hammer throw, Mm -hmm. it's just the first story of the house behind them. And then on top of the first story is blue screen. Like the second story of the house is digital. And then the trees and the sky and everything else is all is all comped in. You know, it's a house designed by a famous architect. Yeah. And then the production designer not being able to copy that. They just didn't like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) they built it. They built it from scratch. Yeah. So that's that's one that Mm -hmm. I was uh, frankly very surprised by. Mm hmm. There's another they actually the film was edited on Final Cut Pro 7.
0: Literally. You looking at yeah. that one too? What do you <laughs> think about that?
1: That's, you know, final, if anybody's not a video right. editor and Final Cut 7 was a an it was obsolete oh. as what? 2011? Yeah, 2010. So that's what, like what I
0: learned how to edit
1: on in college. Yeah. Oh.
0: And it was out of date by the time I was out of college.
1: Cuz there was Final Cut 11 and Final Cut X came after after that and that's when Long Final Cut died altogether. Yeah, all yeah. And so, then premiere, everybody switched to premiere in like 2014, 2015, something like that. Yeah. So, like, final, the fact that a, t- a movie, a feature film in 2019 was edited on Final Cut Pro 7 is bananas. Wow. It, do they say why? Sick. Is it just a, the editor liked it or something? I mean, there can't be a yeah. reason why. It's, mm-hmm. that, that's literally it. <laughs> it's just that that's the one that he wanted. Yeah.
0: Here, quote. I use Final Cut Pro 7. I have been using this program for more than 20 years, and I think it is the most con- convenient and stable program. But since Apple does not support the program anymore, I needed to maintain the OS at Mac OS Yosemite. I always start editing <laughs> from the first scene. Well, they begin with rough cuts. for Parasite on-site edits, were on-site, onsite edits were the assembly edits. So I watched the entire onset edits first and then refined from the scene number one. It's kind of wild because, you know, yeah. like, to nerd out about editing programs for a minute. Do it. Right? Yeah. Right. This was a 32-bit program, which meant it could only utilize four gigs of RAM. And they probably shot this. I'm I'm assuming. Do you know what they shot this know. on? I'm gonna go. You continue your. thing. I'll, I'll I mean, up. like, they had they either shot this on 35 millimeter film or they shot it on a high resolution digital camera. Mm-hmm. Either way, it has a high resolution. And editing high resolution high resolution video on a computer that. Ha- can only leverage four gigabytes of RAM to edit.
1: Is mm-hmm. they shot it on an Alexa? They shot it on Alexa, yeah. So like how Final Cut Pro Seven handled footage. Proxy, footage. Proxy, yeah. Proxy like, footage, yeah. Proxy footage. It's it's wild. I mm-hmm. used to use that. I used to use that program at an
0: old job, and I refused to upgrade to to Adobe mm-hmm. because it took three times as long for it to render video files. So I was technically working when video files were
1: rendering. <laughs> So, I wanted the <laughs> program that did it slow. <laughs> He's doing it slow. That's a uh, life hack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Michael Calibro. Um, uh, here's another one. Uh, the Bong Joon Ho first conceived of the film as a play. That's
2: the one I just found. Which is, you, Yeah. yeah I, which is so interesting because I could totally see it as a play. There's uh, not a lot of locations,
1: not a lot stopping it from being a play right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I, this, so, the story came, uh, first Musical. came to Bong Joon Ho in 2013, <laughs> right as he Sixers. was finishing Snowpiercer. Uh, but he was encouraged by a theater actor friend to write it up as a play, which later inspired uh, Bong Joon-ho to reflect back on, his, back on his time tutoring for the son of a wealthy family in Seoul in his early 20s before he came into his own as a filmmaker. So what you're trying to tell me is he started working on this movie while he was making Snowpiercer. Yeah. Your uh,
2: favorite movie. movie. I had also
1: read that he, he finished Snowpiercer and then he wrote like a, like a 15 page treatment yeah. for mm-hmm. the front half of mm-hmm. the movie. Maybe he, uh, and maybe... then he gave it to because he's he's there's a co-writing credit there's oh, another man. guy that's write it and he was actually he was an assistant of Bong Joon Ho's on Snowpiercer for yeah. I understand and he wrote he went and wrote a screen a, a draft of that first half of the movie and, and then Bong Joon Ho went and made Okja which that's yeah. another movie that I yeah. thought I think is. Pretty sweet, and yeah, I no, I, I, I was, it's such a fun movie. I was
2: just talking. I like, weird yeah. giant
1: hippo creature. I really
2: like Okja, <laughs> like, and I feel like I forget about it because it's not my favorite. Yeah, well, well and it was just for Netflix,
1: movies. and it yeah, was yeah, you know, but yeah. yeah, Okja was such a like weird a little movie. little girl. I mean, it was a Miyazaki, it was a live action Miyazaki yeah. Yeah. film, you know. It got like, a
2: recent shout out in that in that show, uh, God what, Poker Face. Yeah yeah, that? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's that was a good one. Yeah, it's crazy. It just
0: almost sounds like he, you know, he got done making that one movie. He's like, you know what? I could probably tell this story better.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah that's yeah. that's what, wait, it, are you
2: saying Snoop- wait, that's what was going Scoopier? on in his,
1: in his head um <laughs> wait
2: what are you saying is better than the other so here, here's the- another oh okay. oh okay
1: here's a, here's another quote from from bong june ho that that uh uh shout out to tayo for for digging this one up too but um so he's he, talking mm-hmm. talking about how uh whether or not it was possible for him to ever free his dad mm-hmm. at the end of this Bong Joon-ho claimed that it would take 540 years for Kiwu to buy the home based on his, like, earning potential, right? Uh, yeah. So he did the math. He said it would take 540 years. I, don't, I guess I don't know if he did the math or not, but... Uh, it's,
2: it's very specific,
1: we, uh No, let's see. The quote is, uh, the ending is like the desire of a parasite wanting to swallow up its host. But realistically, mm-hmm. it would be very difficult for him to buy the house. We actually calculated how long it would take with his average salary... And it would take around 540 years.
0: What a coincidence. It's probably around the same amount of time it would take us
1: to buy a house in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's also how long it's going to take to build that train track around the entire world. Um, <laughs> so That'll that's some things you, yeah. things you didn't know. Things you didn't know about Parasite. Uh, who's your MVP for this movie? Bomb. This is the most, the, the the person in front of or behind the camera that without whom this movie would be something different. Definitely bong bong. Ju-ho.
2: And, 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 like i said earlier i love uh, song king ho in this movie and they're great collaborators him and bong but it's bong
1: i'm gonna disagree ah! i mean obviously the dude wrote and directed the movie and yeah. it's outstanding and so yeah he's he's high in the running but i'm gonna go with the madame i don't know i think she is and we've we've touched on it she is so sweet and naive mm-hmm. and oblivious and stupid and mm-hmm. like so easily manipulated. Um, that if that's not the face of this wealth gap and this mm-hmm. class struggle, like and and like the the root of the problem of her being just dumb and worthless and entitled. Yeah. Um, if she mm-hmm. doesn't mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. in like a sympathetic way, like the way the way we feel about this movie and the way we feel about the kims is i think completely different like yeah. there's a version of that character that is that's spiteful and yeah. weird from the start mm-hmm. and she doesn't get that way until we're meant to see her that way in the car and only after for a an and only for yeah. a minute yeah she's she's only got that one she and she, all she is is excited to throw a big birthday party for her son mm-hmm. and that's when her you know her one percent shows you know like, yeah so but I think her performance is is really key to selling that turn, right? Mm-hmm. It's I I it, she's incredible in yeah. the whole movie.
2: No, she's great, in buy it. Buy yeah. me
1: drugs, buy me buy drugs. Buy me drugs. <laughs> is so goddamn
0: funny. Like it's really funny. Just yeah. one one more thing about how much this like movie utterly destroyed at the box office, right? Yeah. Like outside it's like 15 million budget, $15 million budget that mm-hmm. brought in like 265 million, right? This This movie sold 10 million admissions in South Korea, meaning that roughly one fifth of the South Korean population went to go see this in theaters. Twenty
1: percent of the entire country. (laughs) Twenty percent of the entire country. Like,
2: no, it cleaned up. It it killed, man.
1: That's an incredible number when you think about it. You imagine twenty percent. I mean, that's that's like gone with the wind numbers, like when that was in theaters in like what nineteen thirty nine. Let's let's reduce it even farther for one piece of content to get that much. (laughs) yeah. <laughs> that much of the popu- of any like, given population. Yeah, Super Bowl numbers. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, We're running out of time, but we all got time for one more segment. Mm-hmm. Calibro, if you please. Oh. Oh, yes. That's right. It's
0: the time where we talk about how this movie would have been significantly improved or not significantly improved with the with the addition of Nicolas Cage to any character
1: you all see fit. Where's Where's Nick we're Cage? Gonna, I think we all I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and we, say we all have the same exact page. same answer. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're no, gonna no, go no, one, no. two, three, and an answer. You ready? Yeah. yeah. One, two, three. The basement husband guy. in the basement. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's the easiest yeah. one. <laughs> yeah.
1: If he like that would have been in 2019, that would have been yeah. Matt Damon and Interstellar levels of incredible. Yeah. Uh, and this is what here's 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 where I'll be I'll go different. Like that's the only option. Like, no, there's the only a, answer. No, I, 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 agree. Think, there, I think there's a second. I think well, I it, think it's I, less think less there's, I think that's the only realistic option to put Nicolas Cage in this movie. But it's an option that makes the movie worse. Yes, it's it, Matt Damon in Interstellar. Just like you, you get, you get kicked in the butt straight out of that movie mm-hmm. when he shows up. And if they would. <laughs> if in the middle of this fantastic sequence of revealing all of the steps that it takes to reveal that there's yeah. a man living in this basement. And at the end of that sequence, it's f***ing Nicholas you know Cage. Yeah. You know what? You, like, yeah. yeah. You're convincing <laughs> no, con- no, me it. here.
0: I do. I agree that the interstellar, ter- the Matt Damon interstellar turn is often yeah. awful, not often <laughs> awful. So I it's am. It's often I, awful. I, yeah. if, every time you watch I, yeah. it, I would wager it's so just as bad. I'm here by changing my vote and I'm changing my vote to the father. No, And let me let me explain why, because I do think there's one scene in particular, which we have managed not to discuss, Uh-oh. but I, I still am a big fan of this scene that Nick Cage particularly would excel at this is the uh, scene where he's testing the where he's testing uh, Mr. Kim as the driver. And he's just mm. in the back seat holding the coffee cup mm-hmm. and just like watching to see if it spills. And <laughs> oh, talking he's talking to about- Mr. Park. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, not the main. I yet, thought the, he was talking but- like Mr. Kim. No. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Park. Okay. Mr. Park. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And he's just like, you know, like the elitist, like rich patriarch. And he's just kind of like, like having Nicolas Cage, like just going off on like, he you know, he gets close to the line, but he doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the kind of
1: weird shit that he'd throw like it a little spice Cam. on. Right. Yeah, yeah. A guy famous for crossing lines yeah. in every I arena mean, of his life. To, to play a character who's obsessed with people, not crossing yeah. lines, would yeah. that would be something. And there would also be a little bit of some of the subtext, some of the sort of tangential themes that the, you know, how, colonialism how do you, and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Having an American. How do you, think, yeah. American, scene, how, how do you yeah. think that sex scene would go if that was oh, Nicholas
2: Cage?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh God.
2: Well, I will say we haven't. We <laughs> I haven't, don't want it. Yeah, I don't want
1: it either. <laughs> I'm back out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet, but there is a uh, TV show being made yeah. about Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a chance. <laughs>
0: the There's a chance. To be
2: playing someone. I, I don't think they've like uh, mentioned who like what's it about
0: though. I, know I feel Tilda's like that got Greenlit is out.
1: Yeah, that's she like, was
2: cast, but uh, yeah, now she's
1: yeah. Out. That got Greenlit a while ago, and then I, I haven't heard anything about yeah, it. Yeah,
2: like back in like I think 2020. Short,
1: shortly after. Yeah, it, this, yeah, it and it was like Adam up.
2: McKay I think was attached to it.
1: So that's Parasite. That's
2: Parasite. That's really, Parasite.
1: where yeah. where did you get, did you get have it on your list? I, I think I, I did. did. Number I, five, top 10. Number five. Number
2: five. I love this movie. Okay. I, like I said, I love Bong and this, you know, it's again, like I said earlier, really close to memories of murder for me, but like, I just, he's a master of his craft here. And I, I, I come back to that movie all the time.
1: It's incredible. It's a yeah. really, really solid movie. I think I was too scared of recency, like being accused of recency uh, bias it, to put think, something that it recent is. in it my is top on 10. My list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not on your list at all. No, not on my list at all. Uh, not on mine either.
2: This is an this was uh, an this Alex, story. Was an Alex yeah. and you put it
1: at number five that <laughs> outranks Independence Day now so oh it's,
2: my god yeah that
1: actually uh per hang on per our algorithm yeah 71, hey, 71, 71 per- on the Cinefix top 100.
2: To, oh, and Dan probably didn't have
0: it on his list
1: Dan either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey I don't know. Dan, Dan let do you us, have that
0: in it, yeah. on your list.
1: Uh, it's crazy how you can talk to Dan in your ear and he answers in my No, no, he didn't. It was um, literally a solo Alex Dedman joint. You're uh, welcome. On the strength everyone. of it being your fifth favorite movie of all time.
0: I
2: just like I'm I could have a whole like episode about why I don't really think recency bias is a thing for me because I don't think it's stronger than nostalgia. So if I mm. like if I see something and I'm like, oh my god, this outranks this, this, and this, this movie that I've loved my whole entire life. Yeah. And I like there's there are a few movies that I've gone back to more in the past four years since it's come out more than Parasite. I just I, I immediately connected with this movie and I just love it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it in my eyes. I just think it's perfect and it's just a masterpiece through and through.
1: That's I've I've never thought about recency bias in the yeah. context of nostalgia. Yeah, because like,
2: nostalgia is a powerful thing. Well,
1: and they're polar opposites, right? Yeah, a drug. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah hell of a drug. Yeah. Hell of a
1: drug. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for talking about Parasite. Uh, number 71 on the Cinefix Top 100. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I didn't put it on my Top 100, but I am totally fine. I'm glad fine I got it
2: in there. You know what? I'll take it.
1: Parasite being number 71 on the Cinefix Top 100.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But next week, we will be talking about a very similar film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Hey-oh.
2: Basically the same thing.
1: Basically basically the same. A lot of staircases in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but join us next week when we're going to be talking about uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And thank you for watching the Cinefix Top 100. We'll see you next time.